When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All great change in America begins at the dinner table. So tonight in the kitchen, I hope the talking begin. And children, if your parents haven't been teaching you what it means to be an American, let them know. That would be a very American thing to do. Well, do it live! Trigger. I can't really identify the, the systems exactly. Um, I can tell you that they were at least 40 to 50 years uh, in the future compared to everybody else. My God. This technology, uh, just mind-blowing things. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that strange? We were talking about the president, and all of a sudden we got cut off. If you can make your voice heard, you can stand up for these things speak out on these things and people are going to listen people are going to hear you and you can affect change you can make things happen you can, you can cool. improve and, uh, the world you can make his audience is just that's my motivation i can stand up for these things oh really i can stand up wow i can speak you guys are truly kicking ass i can change the world uh, some sort of sex operator <laughs> he's a sex operator <laughs> sex he's <laughs> the paranormal michael are straightforward, uh, straight, I would say straight shooters. I don't want to brag, but so, by myself, I killed the guy. Well, today I'm going to see you about spiritradio.com. You would not even know about the secret societies. You would not even know about the Illuminati. You would not know anything about the world conspiracy if it had not been for me before you were born, young man, before you were born. <laughs> it's a brand new day, Rick. And welcome to a brand new life, to a brand new day. From all the way from the wastelands of California, in the desolate land of El Centro, my name is Michael, and I'm a mere figment of your imagination. I look forward to once again serve you those sounds of salvation. We are usually live here on Saturday nights at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on the TuneIn radio app. Search End of Days, and that's where you'll typically find this program. Sometimes, when the stars align, I'll do this show during the week, and that's what you're listening to right now. Remember, if you do plan to give us a call, go to a quiet location, turn off whatever device you are using to listen to this program. The number for those brave souls out there is 760-332-8724. Let's hear those sweet little voices. 760-332-8947 or 760-332-8724. Go ahead and add me over Skype. That's end of days. Mike with the letter Y and not the letter I. First time listeners, turn on, tune in, and drop out. This is a different kind of show. A place where we don't feel so alone. Let us chase away the light no matter what you at home choose to believe. 
We do admire you for your curiosity. Joining us here tonight is a very, very special guest, Avi Jetter. She is an artist and creator behind the comic book, Nothing Good Ever Happens at 4 a.m. A huge horror, gore, and monster movie fan, she decided to tell a zombie apocalypse story based in Oakland, which would center around characters who are people of color, both the zombies and protagonists alike. She lives and works in Oakland and is currently working on mutants and monsters zine compiling drawings from her sketchbooks. And there is a call right now, but I can't go to it just yet. Bear with me. Perhaps after the interview, I'll take your calls. I see there's several callers here, and I, I really do appreciate you guys out there calling in. I love that, but I do have the guest on hold here, so... Once again, bear with me, folks, and let me get through this interview first, and then we'll talk to you, or I'll talk to you, rather. Here we go. Let's see what's going on with our guest here. And are you there? Yes, I'm here. Oh, there you are. I'm so glad you're here. There was people calling in left and right, but we can't take their calls yet. We need to get through this interview first. Already ready when you are. Oh, yes. Yeah. So this is your first rodeo here on the program. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So I'm a um, a comic book artist, but I'm also a textile um, artist. I um, do custom tie-dye for, um, you know, various um, clothing, accessories. And I'm also a traditionally trained painter, printmaker, drawer. I went to um, the California College of the Arts in Oakland. I have a degree uh, in painting from there. And, uh, you know, typically I've been doing, uh, you know, just your portraits or your abstract painting, just your whatever you would think you'd see in a gallery. Um, and then about five years ago, I started doing a comic book, and it's called Nothing Good Ever Happens at 4 a.m. And I think that's where you met me at uh, Alien Con. Alien Con, selling yeah. Selling comic book. Yeah, it, it, was, it was nice seeing you out there. I, I had no idea that there would be that many, um, I guess you can say, displays of uh, different varieties of artwork, rather. Right. Uh, several people did mention that. They weren't sure that they're, they didn't know there was going to be an artist alley. Yeah, so exactly. That's really, really cool. Yeah. Did you have a great time out there? What was your experience like at, at AlienCon? I had a wonderful time. Yeah, it was really nice. Did you? Uh, everybody was really friendly, really yeah. interested in what I was doing. Um, I Like I said, I do a zombie comic book. But I also do weird mutated monsters and alien drawings too. So anything creepy or horror related, I kind of do that kind of stuff. So yeah, uh, I was curious. Were you able to get away from the booth for a while and explore the the conference there? Just a little bit. It was crowded. Uh, it's all get out on Saturday, so I actually didn't want to get in the way on Saturday. It was packed wall to wall. But uh, Sunday, I got to walk around a little bit, and I actually got to meet Dee Wallace, which was amazing. I love her movies. Oh, very nice. Um, and Friday, no, I didn't get a, I didn't get a chance to get away very much on Friday, but Saturday was packed, and then Sunday just a little bit, yeah. Very cool. Was this the first time you've gone to a conference? No, I've done a couple of uh, different ones. I've done uh, the Alternative Press Expo, which used to be in San Francisco. Now it's in San Jose. Um, and I've done, uh, 
the San Francisco Zine Fest. In fact, I'm on the organizing committee for San Francisco Zine Fest, which happens in Golden Gate Park every uh, Labor Day weekend. Uh, and I did uh, MechaCon, which is in Detroit at the Detroit Public Library uh, last year, which is an amazing uh, conference. And then I've also done <clears throat> the uh, Black Comics Arts Festival, which ha- happens at uh, the Metreon in San Francisco. Oh, very cool. And then, in, yeah, just a, and then other zine fest and, and shows up and down California. And um, in Oregon, I did uh, Portland. I did the Portland Zine Fest. So a few. Nice. Uh, growing up, did you ever see any lights in the sky or perhaps anything that would be considered quote unquote paranormal? We, I did. We actually grew up in Richmond. So I grew up in Richmond. Richmond. Um, and there was a huge, like, cigar shaped. By the way, can thing. I, can I just stop you for a second and just say, <laughs> is it, is it really that, that violent out there as a, a friend of mine always brings up to me? It wasn't when I was growing up. I, I mean, now I would think it's a little worse, but not, it was actually really family oriented when I was growing up. I've heard many stories. It gets a bad rep now. Oh my. So, but I, I haven't lived there in, in several years, so I can't speak to it, but. Well, it's wild out here too, so, you know. Right. Sure. Continue. I'm sorry. I just had to throw oh, that okay, out there. okay, but we lived fairly close to what it, I think it was back then it was called Standard Oil. Now it's Chevron. And there was a weird light in the sky. I had to be, I couldn't have been no, any more than five or six years old. And we did see a weird cigar-shaped oh thing in the sky. So I don't know if it was gas, if it was, a, you know, some type of ship. And or you, what and it you was, clearly it remember this at five years old, right? It made a huge impression. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, this is exactly what I talk about on this program here. Um, we see these things and, and they stay embedded in our psyche um, forever, basically. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and this was definitely something that impacted you and stayed with you for um, up until this point, rather. Yeah, for sure. definitely. Um, it's not something I talk about. But oh yeah. no, I know it's something that's very difficult to talk about, and there's lots of people like you and like me who probably well who have experienced something, and um, we can't just go out there and say those kind of things without being looked upon in a negative light. Some, yeah, sometimes it's true. But, you know, you know, people brush it off. So, you know. Definitely. So, growing up, everything was kind of normal until you saw a few different, well, you saw lights. Nothing paranormal though, right? No, nothing like that. Just, just that one time in the sky when I was a kid. I see. So, how exactly did you get influenced to do your, your art? You know, the recent artwork has been, I've been really, really sick with allergies and different, um, you know, flu-like symptoms. So a lot of the mutated, uh, I guess you could say tentacles and, you know, weird things coming out of eyes and the monstrous, you know, grotesque things just all come from really feeling sick and being frustrated with that. And so just the eyes bulging out, tentacles and all kind of mutated heads and faces that it kind of came from allergies and flu symptoms and being sick and you know how do i express that artistically and that's kind of how that all came about i see it seems like you were also influenced by horror films as well most definitely i love any kind of blood nice. guts horror yeah any monsters <laughs> all that stuff i'm still in in the halloween spirit here 
Um, what were you doing on Halloween? Did you stay over in uh, San Jose? Uh, no, I actually had to come back and go to work. And we had a big Halloween party at my work. So uh, I didn't dress up, but we had a potluck and the whole nine. So, yeah, I I came back to uh, Oakland for Halloween. And what was that like? Oh, it's always fun. At my job, a lot of people dress up. They have, they play Halloween movies. It's a, a good time. So. Yeah, very, very nice. Yeah, I, I love uh, horror films very much here. And I could do a whole show just talking about that, but we'll um, save the folks out there listening to this live from that. But I, I do like your website a lot. Oh, thank you. And I like your art. Yeah, as soon as I walked by during the conference it, it basically jumped at me and i had to go to your your booth there and find out what was going on i appreciate that yeah it seems to go well with kind of the style that i like and use for the theme of this program oh that's that's cool yeah it, it stems from the old retro type horror films from yesteryear that's, which i love <laughs> oh yes so you must be a walking dead fan as well you wouldn't believe it, but I actually have that playing out right now. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. I, wow. It's, obviously, it's on mute, but yeah, I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. That's pretty funny. Were you there when it just started, or were you one of the late late uh, stragglers to catch no, up? No, I actually watched the premiere on AMC. I was right there, very first episode. I, I don't know how I heard about it, but I made sure to sit down and, and watch it. From episode one, I've been hooked. I can't even believe it's been going on this long. I know, right? It's it, it's, it's been, amazing. It is amazing. It really is. It's it's as amazing as um, the ancient alien series that still goes on today on the History Channel. And quite quite frankly, I um, I didn't realize that it was still going. I I watched it several years ago and didn't realize it was still going. That's insane, right? I, I can't even believe it. I don't even have the words. That's, that is incredible. Yeah, what's your opinion on, on on that TV show anyways? I thought it was really informative. I like kind of the scientific tie-in. Uh, but like I said, it's been a long time since I, I've seen it. But I, it was one of the first shows that kind of actually caught my attention to make me sit down and watch it and not, you know, sort of brush it off. And, and I, you know, I like the, you know, the whole concept of it because, like I said, it, it draws in a little bit of science. A little bit of, you know, humor, you know, and a little his- historical stuff. So, you know, it's interesting. Yeah, it's not such a bad show. I'm just right. always surprised that it's gone on this long. I, still, I really am, too. <laughs> I still remember watching it back. When was that, like 2009 or 2010? I don't know. It's been it's been at least that, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty wild, to say the least. And I'm going back... To your work here and your in your in your book here or your comic rather not your book. Um, how did you get that name? Anyways, I really like that time of morning. Four a.m. is really my favorite time of morning. So I just thought it would be funny to make a comic book saying nothing good ever happens because that's what my mom used to always scream oh. um, if she heard that I was out at that time. So she said, "Oh, there's nothing but prostitutes and drug dealers out. Shouldn't <laughs> be out at that time." And she's right and though. So I, <laughs> well, that's what everyone says when they walk by my table. So, uh, that's so, so yeah, funny. I think that I thought it was just hilarious to name it that. I was just about to ask, um, who said that in your life? Because I, I, I felt like someone probably told you that a time or two. 
several, several people. <laughs> my mom. That's my so family, funny. You know. Do you have any, any stories, any bad stories about 4 a.m.? No, I don't actually. Um, and I later found out 3 a.m. was supposed to be like the witching hour. Yes. But actually 3 a.m. is supposed to be, you know, the scariest time, but nothing really bad at 4 o'clock. That's why it's funny because I, worst thing is just maybe, um, running into people that, you know, didn't expect you to be there and we scare each other. But other than that, I mean, just the normal police out there. But other than that, well, I could talk from personal experience that nothing good can come at uh, 4 a.m. Just a uh, regret and a headache. Oh, <laughs> a lot of people tell me that as well. No, good time. No, I have literally been on the street where some either robbery or mugging has happened, but I've avoided it. And then the police will, you know, be right there and I've avoided it. So I can't. I guess it's good karma, but I would miss that stuff. Yeah, so you're in Oakland right now, correct? Right. And what's that like out there right now? What's the current state of uh, your city? Oh, man, it's going through so much change. And people, you know, gentrification, um, it's a it's a weird mix of people right now. People are, it's kind of, there's a lot of turmoil. A lot of people resent the people coming into Oakland, you know. Yeah. And rising rent, you know, prices, and it's a little tense. You know, right I'm, now, you I'm, know? I'm asking because I don't really get a chance to talk to too many people from California. Yeah. Which is weird because I'm in California. Right. I was gonna say. Yeah. You know, it's a, so. it's a little tense. It's a little weird. You know, people don't think about all the people pushed out of San Francisco coming here and to other cities like Berkeley, Oakland, uh, and it just it makes the Rent prices spike and neighborhoods change and, you know, things change and it, it's not always good. It's not always for the best. So. Right. And how do you feel about marijuana being legalized in California? Oh man, I don't have an opinion really. I don't. I could, I don't you know, know if, I see I good know. and bad in this. What's that? I see good and bad in this. Good and bad. I mean, I, I don't smoke, but I, I do it, you know. Let people do what they will, but I don't necessarily know for if it's good for business for, you know, it's just going to get taxed. Yeah, you know? it's going to get taxed. That's true. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess we're going to have to wait and find out, right? Yeah, we will find out whether we want to or not. Exactly. I, you know, there's always people that are stoned behind the wheel now, regardless if it's legal or not. I, I right. just I just worry about those out there who will be trying it for the first time, and and the people that are going to be trying it are um, senior citizens. Mm, you think it'll change the demographic that much? I think so. Kind I have of like a, Viagra. I can <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. I I have a a strange feeling about all of this. Yeah, I hope not. Gosh, that's not something I thought about. Is people driving while high because, mm-hmm. like you said, people are already driving while high. Sure, but those drunk, sure, so. but those people that are driving high, they already have a tolerance and they have already done this a time or two, so it's not their first time or their first rodeo, rather, behind the wheel being high right. and being being drunk behind the wheel. That's a completely different story. Yeah, it is. It's totally different. But yeah, you can't get a tolerance yeah, for I, that. I hope, I really hope people don't do it for the first time and that's going to be what they do with it. This is interesting. These are just fascinating times, especially to be here in California. Yeah, I wonder what the, what, how it kind of played out in Colorado when they made it. Mm-hmm. Legal. I'm curious. Yeah. Well, they report, they reported that crime was down. <laughs> I can imagine, unless sure. you call snatching somebody's Cheetos a crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> Definitely. So, um, yeah, back back to your work here. Love the art, by the way. And I, I do want to mention the merchandise. Um, are you going to have any more um, different varieties of T-shirts? Because you have just one there, and I'm thinking there's a lot of potential here. Um, I do, and I really need to update my uh, – I have an Etsy as well, and I need to update that, and I need to update my website. But, yeah, I do plan on having at least one or two more T-shirts. So uh, if, we, if, if you're listing my website, I will get it up there uh, hopefully in December at least two or three more t-shirts uh but my etsy has t-shirts as well uh yeah i definitely need to update it because i do want to add designs to to my website by the way random question here who is your favorite character on the walking dead gosh you know what i think right now since they killed glenn it used to be glenn it used to be I'm glenn i spoiled it for anybody no i'm uh, sure most people right already now, seen it. my favorite character has to be michonne but see, Glenn, really? He was your favorite character? He was. Can you he please really explain was. this to me? I, I'm, I'm blown away. Well, really? You're, you're the first oh person God. that ever has said that to me. So I'm, I'm just, I'm astonished. I just thought he was, I just thought he was awesome. And he didn't get any credit. He was always putting himself out there. He was the underdog. Huh? He was the underdog. He was the underdog. And he was adorable. I didn't hate I him. Just, I just, you know, I, I just thought Glenn's not that, he's not that lovable. I mean, I, we still got really? Rick. We still got Rick. Oh, wow. So Rick is cool. He's, you know, he's, he's got his ups and downs. I mean, I, I think it's, it's Glenn close, uh, you know, now it's Michonne. We close got Daryl. Carol. I really love Carol. Carol. Yeah. I like, actually, you know what? I, she's kind of grown on me. I didn't used to like her before. Uh, when you ask this question, who do people say? I can't believe it. People like Daryl. People love Daryl. People love Rick. Those are the the two main heavy hitters. Daryl is awesome, but yeah, he doesn't hold a candle to Glenn. I love Glenn. Sorry. Oh my. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in. I'm sorry. I've been in mourning. I love, I love Glenn. I know. I'm so sorry he's gone. It's okay. It's all right. I know that was a very, uh, a fatal blow there. Michonne is going to make up for it. I, I like her character know. too. What's that? I, I love her character too. You know, with the sword. Who doesn't love that? And her attitude. She got a pretty. She's got the attitude. attitude. That's right. You got to have the attitude. That's yeah, that's essential for all characters out there. And um, what was what was the redhead's name? I always forget his name. Oh, Abraham. Abraham. Yeah. God, I always forgot his name. He's someone yeah. that he's someone I didn't care for, to be honest with you. He was, he was, he was not the favorite. He was not my favorite either. Uh, Nothing of value was lost. Yeah, it's hard to argue, right? You can't really argue. He was just so, there. I don't even know why he was even there to begin with. Yeah, after, after they got, after they made it to DC, Alexandria, then yeah, he kind of, he lost his usefulness in the storyline, right? <laughs> yeah, it was almost like, what was the point of that? But, um, yeah, going back to, uh, the merch once again, I, I did like, of course, the, the sticker pack there. You, you have some cool ideas for merchandise. Yeah. And I actually want to expand on stickers. I just, I really want to um, do the hand printed ones. Cause I, uh, gosh, I think it's, I'm really feel bad that I'm not remember. I think it's either sticker robot or it's one website where they actually hand print screen print the stickers. So, uh, I want to use them again. And they are amazing. Um, they're literally 
hand, you know, pressed every sticker. It takes a long time to get them. I think it's Sticker Robot. They're really, really great quality. Um, but I want to do a variety. Like you said, a sticker pack. I have only like four or five. Some, one image by Sticker Robot and a couple by Moo, which is another awesome website. But I want them all to be hand printed because I really believe in quality. the craft of printing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear you. And they just are so vibrant, so bright. You need really to, nice quality. You, you gotta start pumping out those t-shirts though. I'm telling you, I, I see potential. That, you know, that's, you're not the first person to say that. So I'm actually gonna, uh, even some, update my website. Even some posters would be pretty badass too. Yeah. And larger prints, I <clears throat> just need to find a place that can print in volume so that the price isn't too crazy for buyers. Cause if I get charged a lot, then I have to transfer that price over to you guys. Sure. And where can people find, um, your, your store? You can go to Storm One. That's S-T-O-R-M-O-N-E dot Etsy dot com. And, uh, my stand, my other website just for the comic is, um, nothing good at four dot com. So it's N-U-T-H-I-N-G-O-O-D at A-T, the number four dot com. Nothing good at four dot com, um, which has previews of the comics. Um, that should be updated soon. You can also go to my Etsy and buy all five comics. Um, usually give a good discount, 30 bucks for all five of them. And then the t-shirts are there as well. Very cool. You seem to use lots of ink, it seems. So, um, why exactly do you tend to lean towards ink over pencil? Um, I think ink just lends itself a lot better to be able to add color or to add shading and tone. And I really like to, I'm really obsessed with detail. So I like to be able to do lots of detail, have it stand out. Um, yeah, it, ink is the way to go. I mean, most people, um, you lean towards ink, but I think just the style of comic I do lends itself to ink. And if I, you know, I do a lot of, like I said, rendering and, you know, full portraits and it just kind of crossed over from my portrait work to the comic that so ink is the best yeah. way to go do you ever and mess sorry stuff to sorry to cut you off there do you ever okay. do you ever mess with like digital media or is it just strictly old school approach uh i'm traditional but i'm learning to do um a little bit of both now a little bit of a hybrid there yeah just i'm just learning the basics for digital stuff right now ah, i see um but it who, catch me in a couple of years and i'll I'll, mm-hmm. I'll i will have mastered it hopefully to some degree <laughs> nice. And who exactly are some of your favorite artists or maybe ones that influenced your style in particularly? Gosh, I really love just in terms of traditional painting, uh, a young man named Kahindi Wiley. Uh, he's amazing. Um, in terms of comic book, uh, I really, right now I'm into, uh, this comic called Day Black. Keith Cross is the artist out of Atlanta. It's another, it's a vampire comic book. Uh, I really like Ashley Woods. I like, uh, gosh, who else do I like? I like Regine Sawyer. And I just started reading, uh, Afrocentric by Jules Smith. That's another really good one. Anything by, uh, John Jennings or David Walker, uh, Stanford Green, all these artists and writers. I really love their stuff. By the way, have you ever heard of Ralph Steadman? Yes, I think so. He's the artist but, for uh, Hunter S. Thompson, or was, rather. 
Sounds familiar. Yeah, if you ever look up Hunter S. Thompson, you'll see his artwork all over. And um, the reason why I bring him up is because um, the the facial portraits that you have done or that I have seen, rather, up close and personal, live and direct, um, that looked kind of like some of his work. Um, not Not entirely, but just some. So I thought perhaps you might have been influenced a little bit by him. And, and you're not the fir- you're not the first person to say that. And then also people were saying Art Crumb, which I'm a, a huge fan of Art Crumb too. Um, but I really didn't realize how much that influenced me. But I guess you know. Oh well, th- these are great artists though. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm kind of humbled by being compared to them. Well, you draw amazing faces. You really do emphasize on. Lots of shadows and contours. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. What exactly is your favorite part of the face to draw? And what exactly is perhaps the hardest part of the face to draw? You know, I really had this discussion with someone at Alien Con. I really like the mouth. And I love doing lips and teeth and, um, you know, smiles and frowns. And I think the but the hardest part, I think, for me are the eyes. The I enjoy eyes. drawing the eyes, but it's it's really hard to to get eyes right. Well, I'm not I'm not an artist, so I I can't really speak on that on what exactly would be difficult. Um, to be honest with you, I'm I'm a horrible artist. To be honest with you, I, I can't really draw. Huh? And so, but you so you're just passionate about looking at it. You appreciate it. Oh, of course. Oh, nice. Yeah, I I have actually worked with several artists. Uh, before to make up different artwork for different things. They usually will ask for my opinion, which is kind of fascinating that they would ask me about something like that when I really have no, uh, I really have no stake in it. I think, but getting everybody's opinion is really good. It's constructive. As long as the, you know, someone has. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, yeah. I'm good at throwing say, out, yeah. I'm good at throwing out ideas. Yeah. I'm always throwing them out there for people. Uh, guests too. I'm always helping them behind the scenes. Little do people know, but um, lots of lots of things going on back here. No, it's good to get input. So especially from someone who considers himself, you can pick a, a non-artist because you you can you guys see things objectively and you that's true. Can give little hints. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to appreciate all input from everyone. I, I guess it, it's good to go that route. And I think everybody's an artist. People argue with me, but I think everybody can draw. You just have to practice. Yeah, you might be right, though. You know, maybe if I do something like abstract art, perhaps. Yeah, or you can teach yourself to do something that's lifelike or, you know, something that's traditionally, you know, I remember. Like I remember I had an art class back in high school, and the teacher just hated me. She <laughs> hated teacher, me. Our teachers may not be the happiest people. <laughs> she she really wasn't. I I believe she was taking shots in the back. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It wasn't only known to me. It was known to multiple students as well. That so. probably would uh, would would cause the issue. Yeah, she <laughs> would. <laughs> she would not off during class too. By the way. Oh wow, that's bad. Yeah, it's really bad. See, and this this makes me go back to marijuana being legalized i mean there's you know there's got to be teachers out there who are going to be eating edibles during class and they're going to be falling asleep it's, it's got to happen you know it's got to happen Navy. oh did i lose you oh i might have lost a guest here folks i'm not hearing her oh did we lose her hmm we might have lost her let's see what's going on here oh cod dropped 
Horrible. Let's see. Get her back on here in a moment. Don't worry. These things do happen. Calls drop all the time. I guess this means I might have to go on a little break person here. Person whom you're trying to reach is currently unavailable. Please leave a message. Yeah, I guess so. I guess I'll go to a little break here, folks, and try to see what's going on with our guest here. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this short little break. I actually commended him when we we spoke personally, and I told him, I said, "Good for you, you know, standing up for your rights." Because as you said,、uh, the freedom of speech is being taken away. I'm sorry, you were in the middle of saying something, so I'm sorry, got interrupted. Yeah, these things do happen. So we're here back live on the program. I do apologize. These things never go right all the time. So here we are back again for round two. So we were talking about art teachers and how I truly believe that marijuana is gonna totally knock out some of these people trying it for the first time. Ah,、uh, so you think art teachers are more?、Uh... Susceptible to being、oh, the,、yeah. the teachers that are going to、uh, smoke in the middle of class, huh? Well, they won't be smoking it in the middle of class, but they'll definitely be eating it during the middle of class. Oh, that's true. You can get edibles now. Yeah, or you can even put it in your coffee. They have infused this, drinks. This is true. This is true. And there was a woman in Florida just recently who got in trouble for that very same thing we're talking about right now. Oh, being high in the middle of、uh, classroom.、Uh, the assistant principal. She was arrested、oh. after marijuana cookies sent her to the hospital. Oh no! I know. Isn't that terrible? I, I believe her 19-year-old daughter, also a student there, also involved in this. I believe she had given her mother these edibles here, that the cookie rather, the, the cookie that did her in. And I, I guess she <laughs> allegedly overdosed, and I never really、wow. have known anyone who's overdosed except one gentleman out there,、um, a, a listener out there. He was smoking on 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 one of those vape pens, but with of course it has、um, oil, cannabis oil in it, and he's taking these drags from this thing, and it it sent him to the emergency room rather. Oh wow, interesting. I know, poor guy. Poor guy. Yeah, that's not. That's not. Well, yeah. He's probably. He's, cool he's probably listening to this, freaking out, thinking, "God damn it, he's bringing me up again." <laughs> that、oh, bastard.、Well. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry about that, Max. You know, I love you. <laughs> Don't mean to make an example out of you there, but he. He's the only guy I know. Wow. So I sacrifice him here when I bring it up every time. That's funny. I love him to death, though. He knows that. So yeah, that that sort of issue is is one. That I'm concerned the most about being a California resident here, and of course I drive through the freeways, and not too many drunk drivers I've encountered, luckily. But I'm sure I've encountered many drivers that are high behind the wheel. But these yeah, dr- any、mm-hmm. any distraction is bad. Any yes, texting is bad too. Oh my goodness, yeah, texting. That's you know there was a woman who was driving and texting. I, I recall just. Couple weeks back, when I was in San Diego, going back home, and I noticed this car going、um, weaving back and forth, and I'm thinking, what the hell is going on? And I look over, and it's a woman looking down at her cell phone. So I've、oh, had that a couple of times where people not good would just yeah, like you said, they swerve or they don't go when the light turns green, and they're on their completely on their cell phone. 
I've seen people go through lights completely on their cell phone. It's really kind of scary. It really is. It truly is. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to get your opinion on the most recent election here that we just had. Any thoughts, any opinions on that? Oh, horrible. Horrible? I'm Not happy? Horrible. No, I think it's just bad. It's bad all around. Yeah, and I think, a lot of people I mean, feel that way. I believe it at that, but it's just horrible. It's bad. Just bad. Were, were there it's, a lot of Hillary supporters out in San Francisco? Oh, yeah. In California, Obviously. Too, but... uh did you see yeah, any any Trump supporters? Seeing in the next couple of years, what's that? Did you see any Trump supporters out there? Uh, I know a few Trump supporters, but really, it doesn't make it any better. Well, of course so. not. And what what was their attitude like this week? Um, they sort of uh, well, they know that people don't want to hear from them, so they've been pretty quiet. Everyone is still complaining. It's in my personal life, but yes. uh, outside of that, I mean, you've heard like all the people being harassed and, and, you know, the bigots that have come out of the woodwork and either thrown stuff at people or yelled stuff out of cars. So yeah, it's just, it's been bad, 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 bad all around. Um, uh, it's kind of, uh, one of those things where we definitely have to come together, but it's, 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 it's about taking care of each other more. So. Sure. Uh, I try to be optimistic about the future, though. Yeah, it's hard, though. I try, yeah. I know. We'll see what happens, though, for sure. Yeah, well, for some of us, it's life and death. Some of us, you know, oh, yes. he's talking about making Muslims register, you know, and deporting other people and all this crazy stuff. So, yep. yeah, some serious have to issues. mobilize and, and support people. So, yeah. Definitely some very serious issues underway here in america for those that are listening around the world that just kind of see what's going on here and really don't know what's going on yeah i think a lot of people around the world do and they're kind of scared too so i think they uh, they see it but they don't really hear it from the citizens that actually live here they kind of just hear it from the media no i actually i have family living overseas and and they they talk, you know, we talk back and forth, and so I'm sure other people do too. Oh, where's your family at? I have family in Australia. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think that's and pretty I cool. Know, I mean, I personally have friends in Europe too, so I think it's 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 the people talk, you know. And do you I go to in Canada too? So do you go to Australia? By the way, first, what's that? I was wondering if you went to Australia. No, not yet. You will well, you go? Definitely, uh, yeah, I will be hopefully, you know. But people oh, do talk, like I said, goodness. family and friends. It's, yeah, it's not all just understood. I'm sorry, I just get thrown off because I'm afraid of heights and I, I hate flying. So I'm already imagining just the the long flight it would be just to go out there. Ah, uh, so you you would not, do you fly at all? I've flown just a few times in my life. Oh yeah, it's it's I don't mind it once. The takeoff. Part. I'm just scared of heights. That I'm just scared of heights. That's the thing. Yeah, that that's well. Yeah, if you yeah heights and flying. Exactly. Exactly. So you know when I get on on board there, I have to get some alcohol in me. I was gonna say you gotta do something. Exactly. You know, gotta gotta have my gimmick with me. You know. Or go to sleep, or you could take a late. I don't know if I could go to sleep on the plane. I, it's just too much for me. Wow. I'm sorry. My anxiety just gets to me, so I definitely can't sleep. Yeah, that that's a problem for a lot of people. Yeah, I would have to say that's probably quite common. And um, 
Oh my, I'm seeing all these messages here on Twitter about this uh, cat sweater that I got. Um, people want me to bring it up and, um, I, I guess I'll just mention this now since it's a popular topic uh, on Twitter. I had got, you know, well, we were both at Alien Con and I'm not sure if you right. had, yeah, I'm sure you haven't seen this, uh, elderly lady or woman rather who was walking around Alien Con in this cat sweater. It was like this pink sweater, and it and it was just decorated with cat heads everywhere. I'm not sure if you saw her. No, I wasn't fortunate uh, enough to see that. Oh my goodness! I I went up to her, and I was so happy to see her because of of the sweater, and I was trying to convince her to take a photo with me, but she wasn't having it for about two minutes, and then finally she just gave in and was like, "I, I guess I'll take a photo," but she was so not. Not having it. She she just wasn't having it. <laughs> What's your Twitter? It it's end of days? It's Michael Deacon. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Because uh and you have a picture with her. It's not on, on online yet, but she oh, okay. she just wasn't having it. She was kind of just so so uninterested. And she also smelled like she had been celebrating um an early legalization. Wow. Really? Yes. So she kind of reeked like uh, bong water. That's funny. It was awesome. So uh, she enjoyed herself, I would have to say. Wow. Okay. So well, I'm looking forward now to, mm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing this. The photo is right there, actually. It's posted on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. Did you see it? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. This is kind of bizarre. Uh, isn't it? Isn't it really strange? The black cat? It's a black cat. Wow. That's a real thing. That's, 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 wow. Inspired from a woman at AlienCon, a random, (laughs) a random elderly woman. That is more than I expected, quite frankly. Me too, but why not, right? In in tribute, in honor of of, uh, the elderly lady with probably 30 cats at home. That's, that's, wow. I went all out. I, 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 I have I'm to. speechless now. <laughs> I had. I know you're at a loss of words. You don't even have the words. <laughs> I don't have the words. Don't even have the words. I know. Well, I did I take a you. picture of myself. I wasn't in the picture of the lady that was we had the pug in the baby harness on her chest. Oh my God, that woman is actually going to be a guest on this program. Oh wow! Small That's world. Cool. So you saw her, this huh? I did see her. I took a picture. Oh my God! And you saw the little dog. Yes. Adorbs. Hilarious. That is hilarious. Hilarious. What a great time that was, right? It was. It was fabulous. I had a great time. Let me tell you something. The the real party was in the lobby. Ah, oh, I missed it. That's where all the magic happened. <laughs> all the fun and magic. I, I I I stayed at a different hotel just because I wanted to miss you, that magic. What? What? Because Why? I I had this. I had to be up and ready at my table, so. I wanted to be able to go to sleep at a decent oh, hour, I and see. I was scared that the party would be in the lobby. Yeah, and it was, believe me. And it was. It was happening. <laughs> yeah, it was a Amazing. it was a great time. So, um, are you planning to go to any other conferences, anything, um, here in the near future? Uh, the Black Comic Arts Festival always happens on MLK Day in San Francisco, so in January, um, God willing, I will be at that. Uh, and hopefully I'll have new t-shirts for you guys. Very, very nice. So once again, I'm still in the Halloween spirit. 
Um, what are some of your favorite, let's say top favorite Halloween films? What are those? If you can just um, go off the top of your head here. Top of my head. I love the actual classic Halloween from 1978 with Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, I love that John Carpenter, he's like a god. I love Night of the Living Dead, the George Romero. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, but then some of the more modern stuff, I like um, the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre is really good. Uh, I like The Horde. It's a French zombie movie. It's like from a couple of years ago. That's a good one. And I like the remake of uh, Dawn of the Dead, too. Did you ever see Pontypool? I couldn't watch that. I watched like a few minutes and it was a little too much for me. It's a little weird, right? Uh, it's a little weird. It's a little outside the box, I thought, but it, yeah. I like different kind of movies at times. And that one was way outside the box in yes. terms of the norms for uh, horror films, to say the least. But, and if you like stuff that's creepy but not necessarily bloody, uh, The Innkeepers is a good one. It took me a couple of times to watch. That was a really creepy. That's a good one, yeah. I did see that one. Uh, what else? There's a couple that are like, uh, what's one that is just sort of paranormal but not anything like, it's just like a skid movie. Uh, well, The Strangers, that's a good one with Liv Tyler. I've seen that one, yeah. That so, one's not gory, a bad film. but it's a, that's a good one. That's more psychological, like, what's really going on here. Lots of days people who watch horror films on a regular they totally hate today's modern horror films um, i was gonna say it's it's hard to find a good yeah modern. that's true there's there's lots of bad ones out there no doubt but my favorite bad one which the the game itself silent hill was creepy but the movie was bad but it was so bad it was good silent hill i'm trying to remember yeah. if i saw that with Rada Mitchell, Sean Bean. Did it come out around the same time the movie Doom came out? Yeah, I think so. With The Rock? Yep. Yeah, um, I think I do re remember seeing the film and not caring about it. And I remember seeing Doom and, and walking out of the movie because it was, it was, it was a fecal matter. It was bad. It was bad. But I like The Rock, so I, I like him it. too. Yeah, I like him too, but I just, that movie was horrid. I actually didn't pay for it. I watched it on cable because uh, I knew it's a video game. You knew. Screw up. Yeah, you knew it's already. Like, like Silent Hill. It's like ah. it's a video game. How can you get this right? That's true. Those films Resident, hardly Resident do it Evil right. Evil was the only video game movie that I think turned out really well. Mm, Resident Evil wasn't that bad. No, I said that's one that yeah. turned out really well. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. It was actually not not as... The first one. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't as bad as some of the others that have been uh, contrived from video games. It, yeah, it's, it's even debatable. It's even debatable that even Mortal Kombat was good for some folks out there. I love Mortal Kombat. I liked it too, but some people didn't. They didn't I like that. See that. Yeah, they get really angry about that one. Yeah, because it's an Electra movie. That's another one. Movies really the piss movie? people off, by the way. What's Electra? No, well, not that film, but just, well, movies in general, if, if it goes even slightly a certain way that a person, uh, didn't expect for them, that's it. It's over. Yeah, that's true. It's a done deal. Well, that's just like all of the horror that Stephen King books that have been made into movies. I think, uh, very few of them actually turned out well. And I agree. I, 
can't argue with that one bit. Lots of great films that, from the past, but now Stand by Me mm-hmm. is probably the best one. I would have to say so too. Christine is pretty good. Mm, it was okay. It's what, but that one was like for one its of the time. Top for its time, I'm sure it was the you know what, but you know. Right, yeah. Carrie. Carrie turned out pretty good. That's a classic, though. But there's like ten of his movies, a books that they messed up. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the classic. I like the classic stuff, like anything John Carpenter early days. Even the fog. I like the fog. The fog was good. Yes, that's a. That's almost like a, a work of H.P. Lovecraft come to, come to life. <laughs> come to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and uh, even the old like TV movie like Salem Lot. Salem's Lot was a good one. There's rarely TV shows that are good nowadays. I would have to say there's very far and few. I that I, was, I that do was like, like a, the vampire oh, one from the seventies, and mm-hmm. it was that was pretty campy, but it was it's yeah. Do you it, like it was one. What's that? Do you like that TV show, American Horror Story? I do, but I haven't had a chance to sit down and watch a lot of it. I haven't so. seen the new season. No, I've, I saw two seasons, and I, I haven't had it. Just time-wise, I haven't had a chance to watch anything other than the first two. Very cool. Like, I, I couldn't get through COVID. For some reason, it didn't resonate with me. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's hit or miss nowadays for lots of these these TV shows, it seems. I do like The Strain a lot. I like that show, too. Season 2. That's what's going on right now, I believe. Yeah, and I haven't... I have to go and find it online. I haven't had a chance to finish it, but I started it. I kind of watch it on later on Hulu or... That reminds me of Resident Evil, by the way. It does. Yeah, it's pretty cool, all right? the the mutations. Mm-hmm. Are, are you excited for the new Underworld movie coming out? I am, actually. Me, too. I I love the first one. And I'm not excited about the new Resident Evil. I think it, they need to stop making those. Wait, wait, what? There's a new one? There's a new one coming out. I didn't even know that. Yeah. They're mm. kind of over, it's overkill now. It seems like it. These, it's become these, like um, a Halloween franchise. Yeah, these production companies, they really like to squeeze the soul out of everything, really. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah, they they'll squeeze you. They'll take you out if they like you enough. They'll they will take your ru- soul, ruin, ruin your, and ruin some careers. Like once you've mm-hmm. been in four or five of them, it's like you start getting popular. They'll take you out. Yeah, they'll just squeeze, like you said, every bit of life out of you. Mm, are, are you kind of afraid of that? If that ever happens for you, if you ever get too popular, do you think they'll just squeeze your soul? <laughs> I have. I don't think I have it. I have never even thought of that as a possibility. I hear I'm doing this independent, little quirky, small niche market thing that I, I can't even see being popular at all. So well, I, I, mean, I don't even see that as a possibility. Well, the guy who created Sharknado didn't think it was a possibility either. And look at that shit. <laughs> well, there you go. If look you can use that as an example, then. Anything is possible if Sharknado Anything is on Sharknado, TV. Sharknado, wow. That is another yeah. one that is just horrible. I never watched. I have not seen it. Don't watch I, it. Jesus Christ. I'm not. I can't. Don't. Don't do it. Just just say no. <laughs> you said don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Okay, I'll yes. take your advice. There was like a PSA announcement there for don't smoke crack, kids. <laughs> don't do it. Just say no to Sharknado. Don't hot. Don't freebase. Oh, man. And don't watch Sharknado. 
Don't watch Sharknado. Got it. Memos. It's probably overseas. it's probably better to smoke meth than it is to watch Sharknado. <laughs> I'd say it's healthier. Wow. It's that bad. You'll actually gain brain cells by smoking meth, opposed from watching Sharknado. I did watch. I did watch Piranha. You saw that. Anyway. You saw that one. That's a clunker, but it was funny. Well, it was, it was entertaining. Well, let me, let me tell funny. you something, Avi. I saw the movie Lake Placid, and I thought it was good. That I liked that one too, though. I did. Come on, Betty White. That movie was great, but um, I think they made a part two of it, and it was just uh, feces. Yeah, I did see part two as well. Let me throw another one at you. Um, Starship Troopers. Do you recall that one? I do recall that. Love that movie, and they're gonna make a reboot of that, and I'm excited. And of course, people have gone on to make uh, uh, extensions of of that of that series, wow. and, and they have been horrible. I think they've even made three, and they were all <laughs> crap. They were just as well, bad as Sharknado. I, there's another one that they've overkill, which was Tremors. Tremors, they killed that one dead. I love the first one. You gotta be, you gotta be careful when you hit me with the Tremors. There, that that one's that one's uh, nostalgic for me. I love Tremors, but Tremors 5, come on, they made like five of them. <laughs> uh, Jamie Kennedy killed that, killed that series. They killed it. I hate Jamie Kennedy, by the way. <laughs> I hate his face. Oh no. He's dead to me. That's the hip hop guy, he did the hip hop movie, right? He sure did. Um, what was okay. it called? Something in Malibu or Malibu's Most yeah. Wanted, there we go. There we go. Jesus, that guy. Hilarious. Cringeworthy. He killed it though, oh. he single-handedly killed that series for sure. Yeah, that that that's what I'm saying. That once you get two or three under your belt, just stop. He, they never do. He's dead to me. I'm telling you, that's it. I believe you. He's erased, <laughs> erased from from uh, my memory and my psyche completely. Oh, Everything. Man. Yeah. So, what kind of uh, music um are are you into? By the way, just curious here. Pretty eclectic, but I listen to. Everything from jazz to hip hop to I actually just got the a couple uh, movie soundtracks, so I listen to a lot of uh, different stuff. I got the soundtrack to The Revenant. Oh, okay. How was that? I didn't even know they had a soundtrack. Yeah, it's just a movie soundtrack. Uh, I remember the last movie soundtrack I even looked into was the Forrest Gump soundtrack way back when. Well, you got me beat because I didn't know that one had a, a. I th- I believe it did. I, if if memory serves correct here, if anybody wants to correct me, go ahead and call in and, and check me on that one. But I think Forrest Gump did have a soundtrack, and I think I recall seeing that at Walmart of all places. No, I, I believe you. I'm just like I'm amazed. I I know, me too. I think there's lots of movies out there that had these really funky soundtracks. But Forrest Gump, that movie was great, by the way. All about that yeah, Lieutenant that's Dan. That's, that's, that's a classic. Oh, yes. But no, I listen to everything from Disturbed to Three Days Grace to, you know, Sade. Yeah, you listen to everything the across the board, right? Across the board, yep. That's cool. And um, the future in regards of your work, your artwork. <coughs> and Excuse me. It's okay. In terms of the comic book, do you ever plan to perhaps maybe release maybe an audio form of of that of the story, perhaps? I don't think not. I'm not prepared to do an audio. Form, audio books do, are just is kind of what's happening for lots of people popular. out there. Oh yeah. I want to do. I do want to do a compendium 
like slap five issues, you know, as a big thicker graphic novel. Um, I'm working on projects with other artists, so I do plan on doing other things, but I actually want to, um, do a vampire story. I'm still researching it. Um, uh, but in terms of the zombie story, um, uh, yeah, I'd, right now it's just a matter of, um, you know, bringing it in a different format so that people can read all the issues together. Right on. And I believe there is a call right here and I have them on mute. Let's bring them on here and see what they want to say. Um, Andy, is that you calling? Uh, hello, Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan, is that you? This is Lieutenant Dan. How are you? <laughs> What's up, guys? Yeah, just uh, hearing. Yeah, there was a soundtrack for Forrest Gump. It's a movie. Of course, there's a soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Oh, a soundtrack for a movie, yeah. Oh, yes. I, I knew it. I, I had a feeling that there was a soundtrack for that one. And not all movies get soundtracks, by the way, but that one was, that movie was a killer. You know they were going to make a part two, right? There's an actual novel. How uh, dare you? Gump, novel. How dare you? They're, they're not making a part two. There, there was going to be a part two, but the novel had a thing uh, with the World Trade Center uh, getting getting bombed before oh, 9-11 happened, goodness. so they scrapped it. I don't know if you know about that. I had no idea. Yeah. The more yeah, you that's know. That's like one of my top ten movies. So yeah. yeah I, I, are, are you outside somewhere in the mean streets of, uh, of Atlanta, Andy? Yeah, I've been six. I've been hanging out. Uh, I'm talking outside and I'm having a cigarette, which is stupid, but yeah, oh. I've been six. I've been hanging on outside oh, all day, so. Smoking, yeah. smoking those cancer sticks again. Well, I'm still working, so, you know, keeps me going, I guess. Mm, that's so, not good, Andy. Well, it's sad, or, you know, I get abducted by aliens. And, I care yeah. about your health here, Andy, and you're out there destroying yourself. Well, we're all going to die anyway, so. Oh, Why not Andy. go out with a bang? Look at that attitude, folks. Go out with a bang. Uh, I didn't hear him, so. He's intense. But, yes, Andy... Um, thanks for calling in here, and um, I, I do appreciate your call. Um, is there anything sure. else you wanted to add to this conversation? Um, yeah, you need to post that, that cat sweater pic. The cat sweater? It's already up there. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's, it's on, on your Twitter? It's on Twitter, yeah. All right, cool. And, it's, glo- it and it's glorious. All right, for that, sure. That sweater might get right, me yeah. shot, though. Sorry, what? That, the sweater might, might get shot I might get, a sweater? I might get shot wearing that thing, yeah. Well then, let's do this. Why don't you why don't you gift that to Trump and then see what happens? Oh my goodness, Andy! <laughs> I'm kidding. My goodness. No, but you you know what's worrying me about him is like he's putting his family in this. It's gonna become an oligarchy. Like it's like you no president so? has done that, and when they have done it, it ends really horrible. We're gonna see some. Like you're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. So, I see. You know. Yeah, I'm not but, a big fan of nepotism, but that's exactly, the way. But yeah. You know, man, it's like we've been through this before in our yes, in our country's have. history. The Gilded Age in the 1880s. Sure. It's happening again, so, you know, just people forget about it. History repeats like, itself, know, yes. History repeats itself, and it's it's up to someone to step up and be like, yo, that's not cool. Correct. So, again, you know, there's, there's different views on it. I get it, you know, but at the same time, you know, you got to give him a chance and see what he's going to do. So yes. I'm pretty sure what he was saying the whole time is not what he's using. He was just saying that just to get the vote. Of course, of course. But, you know, at the same time, it's like he... You really shouldn't be doing that if you're fucking going for president, you know? Sure. It happens all the time, so. Well, these are po- politicians that we're dealing with here. I think everyone yeah. seems to forget that. Well, I just found out, um, this one guy from the 60s, this, uh, this white supremacist guy, disappeared after a while and, and came back and got on, uh, Oprah Winfrey's book club, writing a book against racism. Mm. Wow. It's really weird. 
I'll shoot it over to you. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, people are weird. Go ahead. Go ahead and send me a link to that whenever you get whenever you get a chance there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I didn't know you were even on. Like I saw your random Twitter. And I was like, yes. Oh, yes, I wasn't. I wasn't sure if we were really going to do this or not. You never really know during the week. These shows kind of happen organically, so you kind of have to roll with the punches. Yeah, you should uh, send a bigger Deacon Deacon next time, you know? Oh, like, my. Send it out. Yes, mm-hmm. I will for sure. But this will be heard, and it's, there's quite a, a bit of people right now listening to this live, surprisingly. For sure. Yeah, it's a good chat, man. I'm listening to you and the host, or your guest, actually. Yes. Good talk. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. So we'll All right, guys. Uh, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. We we love you very much out here. Thanks for taking my call. All right, yeah. buddy, take care. And that was Andy, ladies and gentlemen, great caller there, longtime fan of the program. Sorry about that. You still you still around? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, good. I was I was wondering where you were. No, I just I couldn't hear him, so I just got bits and pieces. Oh, you couldn't hear him at all? No. Oh, well, he was just talking about the election and uh, Donald Trump there. I thought he would have a question in regards of, of the artwork here, but no, he just wanted to um, talk for a bit here, which is understandable. There's times when we do the pro- the program and I can't take his call. So, ah, okay. yeah, this is one of those rare times when I was finally able to get him in here. Okay. Yeah, so where exactly are you right now? Are you at home or are you out and about? Uh no, I'm I'm at home. Oh, okay. I, I was hearing some some background noise there, so I thought perhaps Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I just thought you were outside. No, no. Yeah, Andy Andy usually calls us or calls me rather when he's out and about in the mean streets of Atlanta. Oh wow. Okay. He's a colorful guy, by the way. <laughs> Sounds like it. Very colorful. So, yeah, any, any, um, any conferences coming up rather? I, I know I asked you, but, um, er- everybody was kind of thrown off there by handy. No, just the one in January so far. The Black Comics Arts Festival, uh, at the Metreon over Martin Luther King. I think mm-hmm. it's January 15th. January 15th. Okay, uh, perfect. Holiday. Nice. So, yes, lots of things going on out, out in Oakland, I imagine, and, I'm sure the state of things out there aren't exactly too bright, to say the least, correct? Uh, like I said, it's just changing, a lot of transition. Uh, but, you know, uh, I don't think it's just about the same anywhere that it is, is didn't vote for Trump. So. Understood, understood. So I do want to thank you for being on the program with me here on this very special Wednesday evening, this very special oh. Wednesday edition to End of Days with well, your thank host. Thank you for having me. Yes, with your host, Michael Deacon. That's who you're speaking to right now, just in case you're a little confused. <laughs> I know it's a little confusing. You see Michael and you see Mike. No, I see Michael, but uh I actually have your your full name. I just want to... Look at the cat sweater on Twitter. <laughs> oh my God, yes, the cat sweater. That thing is glorious. I'm telling you, that thing. It might get me shot, folks. I'm telling you, it, it's that hardcore. Someone is gonna get angry and, and say, "You gotta assassinate that man out there." No, that's that's not that's not good. It's not. <laughs> it's it. not that serious, folks. I know. I'm I'm joking, obviously, but yes, right, right. yes, the sweater is is serious business, though. <laughs> it's a it's a crowd pleaser for sure. I think you need to get yourself a cat sweater now. 
I mean, we're coming yeah, up, we're, we're coming up scary. on the holidays here and it's almost it's, Christmas. It's a, it's a little, it's a little scary. <laughs> I, well, that's the whole point. That, that's the whole point of buying Ooh. one of these sweaters around the holidays to wear it and freak everyone out. I was going to say, yeah, I would freak quite a few people out. That's the name of the game. Yeah. Uh, there are quite a few, uh, Alternatives to that, I, I can get some Christmas tree uh, sweaters. <laughs> that too. There's some horrible ones uh, of that oh, category. Ugly Christmas sweaters. Or some ugly Santa Claus sweaters too. That too. That's, I don't think I've ever owned any kind of sweater with Santa Claus on it. I unfortunately I have. You have? And Jesus. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ugly Christmas tree Santas. Uh, what is it? The the mistletoe sweaters. All those ugly ugly sweaters. That's so funny. So we were talking about the state of your work before we took that call. And um, where exactly do you see the future of your work headed? Like I said, I really want to focus on wrapping the story up and just providing a good story, but bringing it to people in a new way as a you know graphic novel. And I think by putting you know five or six issues together, that that's going to be the next step. Yeah, that sounds not bad at all. And, of course... Hopefully, I will talk to you again when you have a new project or um, a conference or something. I'll definitely bring you on here to advertise that. That would be awesome. Yeah, I, I love your work, and I, I definitely believe in your concept. And actually, I don't think I've, I don't think I've mentioned um, or asked you, rather, about... Well, we, we came to the conclusion of how we got the name of the comic, but... I don't think I've asked you what exactly does it mean to you. Well, you know, just just that it's just a premise for the story, just that something bad is going to happen, and it it just so happens at 4 a.m. Um, in the story, it right now it, it doesn't it doesn't explain what the significance is, but that will be revealed later. Yeah, um, there's a there's there's more to it, but I, I know I don't want to give anyone any spoilers. We don't want to give spoilers, no, but it sure. does hold significance, right? Yes. I, I had some questions in regards to that, but definitely I won't spoil that for anyone out there who potentially picks up a copy of your work, and I do hope they do. It's some good I stuff there. Too. Yeah, it's some great stuff out there. I really do appreciate you promoting it. It's awesome. I'm glad you enjoy it, too. For sure. So go ahead one more time and plug your website before we close up here. So the website is nothinggoodat4.com. So that's N-U-T-H-I-N-G-O-O-D-A-T, the number four, dot com, nothinggoodat4.com. And you can also visit my Etsy, which is storm1.etsy.com. So it's S-T-O-R-M-O-N-E dot Etsy.com. Very nice. Thank so, you so much. Yeah, so once again, I do thank you very much for joining me here this evening and of course i'll have to invite you back on here in the near future that would be awesome thank you so much appreciate nope. you yeah no problem talk to you soon talk to you soon all right good night take, take care. care good night Bye-bye. bye well hello folks back again here that was our guest av jetter great great guest there i had a great time talking to her i did see her at alien con and i was just walking around with laura london and I saw this AV Jetter out there sitting down at the booth, and I thought, man, this artwork sure looks cool. It reminded me a lot of the art of Ralph Steadman, artist of Hunter S. Thompson. 
and I was blown away. I thought this is some good stuff here. So I invited her on the program and I just interviewed her now. And it was a fun time, a really fun time. And I do hope to hear from you guys again this Saturday night. I do have another live program to do. I'll be talking to Rebecca Hardcastle Wright. And I also believe I'll be talking to Jim Harold. I talked to both of these people before, but not under this banner. So I do look forward to that. That's going to be a great time. And of course, I do have someone else. I will be talking to in the near future, John B. Wells, trying to work out some sort of time to get him on here. But he is someone that's going to be back on the program. And as you know, I've interviewed him before under another banner. It's going to be quite fascinating to talk to my boy, John B. Wells. And of course, next week, I believe on Tuesday, I'll be talking to L.A. Marzuli. And that's for, I believe, 10 or 11.30 a.m. I'll check back and give you guys a specific time for that. I do apologize for not having that on me. It is in my email. I need to go back and open that up and check. But I'll notify you guys out there at endofdaysmichael.com. And, of course, go there and, and see the YouTube link and hit subscribe. And shortly, I will put these programs on iTunes, I promise. I promise, don't worry. We're going to figure some things out. New website will be underway, of course. Lots of things underway back here on End of Days. And I want to thank all of you out there who are listening on the TuneIn Radio app. And I see a few of you listening over on Twitter. I see a couple of private messages I'm getting now. Thank you guys out there very much. And I'll be back very, very soon. Be here live and direct once again on Saturday, the normal time. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night, everybody. I could tell that all the mainstream media outlets were giving me like bullshit. Like, if I just see it, it's clear. <laughs> How appropriate. I wish I could be in that ring with Hogan right now. It's crazy. I had no idea this should exist before 726. Oh, Granny, I'm like Granny. I'm gonna keep you real. A lot of good content. A lot of a lot of cool topics. You know, I, yeah, I feel you know fortunate to have an opportunity to speak to you guys tonight. You guys are you guys are really big. Yeah, Mr. Rusev, that son of a bitch. I I like that man. It's the simplest shit. You go in there, you see the butt and then you say, "What the fuck do you have in your pocket? What the fuck are you gonna be smoking tonight about midnight?" That's what I want. Just for what it's worth, I want to put in my two cents to tell you both that you have From one of the most incredibly well-rounded shows. The greatest tag team on the radio. Guess what, motherfuckers? successfully erased.